Life Audio. Welcome back to the Team Us podcast, where we share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage. Hey, everyone. We're Ted and Ashley Slater. And what if every time you go out on a date with your spouse, all you talk about is work, bills, schedules, and if you have them, kids? As vitally important as those things are to discuss, this week we're going to share with you how you can be intentional to have a date night conversation that's not about work, bills, schedules, or kids. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So, Ted. Yes. Whenever we're planning new episodes, I normally post something on Facebook asking, you know, our friends for ideas about what we should talk about. Right. A few weeks ago, we spent some time. We talked about spiritual warfare, which was something that one of our friends mentioned. Well, another idea came from my friend Rose, and it was conversations for couples. Conversations for couples. Yeah. And so as I was thinking about that, I was like, ooh, you know, sometimes the best time to have uninterrupted conversation is date night. But you go out on date night and you're often talking about, you know, work and kids and, kids and mm-hmm. bills and schedules or fill in the blank, whatever it is. Practical stuff that is. Right. Like the to-do list and the stresses. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, you have to talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. But do you remember when, like, we first were interested in each other and first started dating <laughs> too long ago, more than five years ago? <laughs> uh, I remember, like. I don't know, just asking questions about you and, you know, trying to learn you and study you and looking at your bookshelf and looking at what you listen to and doing a background. Uh, nope, I didn't do that. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if you did. I did. But, but yeah, we'd be, we'd be just sort of digging into who each other was, were. Yeah, right. And I mean, we should keep doing that. Like, I remember one of the first things you asked me, I think this was before we were dating. I think I had gone to some event that you and your band were playing at. And you were like, I'm a rock star, by the way. I was. He was. Well, you're still my rock star. You sit down and play the piano. and But you asked me, you said, OK, so when you wake up in the morning, what do you wake up to? Music and alarm, talk radio. talk radio. Little did I know that that actually was a very important question. <laughs> because for those of you who don't know, Ted wakes up to listening to talk radio every morning and then if i come back in the room he'll turn it off because i'm like i don't want to hear news first thing in the morning so what did you use to listen to in the morning i think i just had an alarm yeah i mean that's what i still do is an alarm right because i have to sound like that it sounds much more well what's weird is that some of my time times have one sound and then other times 
have a different sound and I can't, I don't know. I've got to fix that. One of the sounds I don't like. Anyway, that's totally off topic. Okay. So I recently read an article over on lifehack.com called 15 things happy couples talk about that draw them together. Sounds promising. Yeah. And I'll include the link in the show notes. So I'm not going to share all of all 15 topics the writer mentions, but I'll share a few that when I read, I thought, yeah, I love when Ted and I talk about these things. So here are a few things that according to lifehack.com, happy couples talk about that draw them together. One, they reminisce about their childhoods. Childhoods. Okay, that's fun. That's cool. You do that? Yeah, yeah. Like you'll tell me stories about you and was it your friend Troy? And he was my best friend. Like, did you building like haste? Doing stuff with haystacks and yeah. Okay. Adventures. Very creative, imaginative stuff. Yeah. And it, Phineas and Ferb. It gives me a glimpse into into your childhood and into you. Like what has made you you. Okay. So who they laugh at inside jokes. Inside joke. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> you have inside jokes. Yeah, we do. We're not going to share them on here because then they wouldn't be inside jokes anymore. Okay. Three, they talk about their role models or heroes. This is good. Four, they tell stories about embarrassing situations. And five. Example. Can you give me an example? About an embarrassing situation. For you. For me. I'm playing with you. Oh, I'd have to think about that. I'll get back to you on that. I'm sure I have it. I just probably blocked it out. Uh-huh. Uh, five, they share their ambitions. And that could sound like it's talking about work but maybe it is, but maybe it's other ambitions or goals. Aspirations. Right. So you said there were 15. These are the top five that you liked? Yes. Okay. These are five that I pulled off the list, but I will put the link in the show notes okay. so people can go and read the rest. Or just go to chat GBT and ask it one of the top 15 things <laughs> Abby couples talk about. Yeah. And let us know what it says. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as couples, how can we go out on date night and be intentional to talk about the type of things that life hacks? I'm having trouble saying that today. Lifehack. Lifehack.com article mentioned. So I have some ideas or like practical steps we can take as couples. Yes. So the first one is set a timer. Literally? Yeah. Well, that or keep a close watch on the clock. Just say, hey, in 15 minutes when it's uh, 612, we'll stop talking about. Right. Yeah. Decide on date night. That you can talk about things like kids and work and schedules. Because that's important. Right. Like on the car ride there, maybe. Or for the first 15 minutes. And after that, this is really hard. Mm. Those topics are off limits. Off limits. Okay. I think you can. Quiet dinner then. (laughs) As a couple, you can decide what are those. You can decide what those topics are. They might not be the ones I'm using as an example. But maybe there are certain topics that you go on date night and you find yourself spending all of date night talking about and you wish you weren't talking about it the entire time. So so I just thought of something. We just got a, uh, a chess clock because one of our daughters is really into chess. What if you set up the chess clock for 15 minutes and you tap it and you can talk about kids and work and stuff. And then if you get off tapping, you talk about you start talking about aspirations, you tap the clock. That could be fun. Although, you know what it's making me think of? Because, you know, you tap the clock when it's your turn. Uh-huh. Is Oof. like an undergrad class I had in interpersonal communication. person with this talking stick or something? Yes. I went to college in Hawaii. So we had a talking uh-huh. stick. Yeah. That we passed around. We sat in a circle, passed it around. But that's not what you're suggesting. But that's what, maybe that's a good way to take turns in conversation. Interesting. 
Well, we'll come back to that. I think it's silly. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm being absurd. <laughs> Never mind. Ignore the chess clock idea. <laughs> okay. So basically, you're establishing boundaries on what the focus of your conversation for that time is. So you're making an intentional decision to step away from the topics that can consume your minds and our words and can make us come home from date night feeling like we didn't connect at a heart level. Because there's not much talking about feelings when you're talking about schedule for the kids and, hey, I, I completed this project. And I'm so excited about it. <laughs> no, there are feelings. But and I like I said, I think those things are important to talk about. But I think that as couples, we don't make enough time to talk about the other stuff that really keep our hearts connected at a deeper level. And if we're not intentional to do that, I think it's really easy not to do it at all. Don't you think? Absolutely. So, okay. So one, set a timer. Yep. Two, pick out conversation starters in advance. Hey, tonight let's talk about when you were sometime between five and 10. Yeah. Think about what you're doing between five and 10. What's a fun thing to do with your sisters and family and Right. And you don't have to tell me in advance. You could pick it out. Because that would be ruining the surprise. Yeah, unless you want me to have time to think about it. What? Like if it's something really heavy? No, like I asked. (laughs) I'll give an example later. Okay, okay. Because otherwise I'm going to get ahead of myself in my notes. Slow down. Okay. Yes. So, you know, of course, conversation starters are going to spark fun or meaningful conversations. In our last episode where we interviewed Todd and Brooke Tillman, she said she looks up conversation starters and then ask him questions when they're yeah. taking their rides or going on walks. The thing is, it does take planning ahead, as I was saying, you know, picking it out in advance. But the great thing is we have it a lot easier than like our parents and grandparents. We can go Google and find Or chat GPT. <laughs> That's like the answer to everything, isn't it? Maybe. Like, okay. So when I say Maybe you want to tell them in advance or maybe you want to wait. Yeah. Like think about recently I saw one on Focus on the Family's Instagram account and it was, you know, what do you wish I would say to you more often? And I told you that in advance because I thought that's the kind of question that you kind of want to think about. Right. It's it's hard. Otherwise you're going to come up with something silly like pickup lines or something. Well, that's exactly what you told me. (laughs) (laughs) Silly pickup lines. I want you to tell me silly pickup lines. Well, then I started looking up silly pickup lines and it's become kind of a running joke, right? (laughs) It's been fun. You know what? I'm trying to think of one of them. It was, are you a parking ticket because you have fine written all over you? (laughs) Right? And then I said, I think it was yesterday because like I said in the last episode, our girls are doing the musical musical and a cheesy pickup line. Let's see if I can do this without laughing too much um, is... Are you a Wickersham brother? Because I want to monkey around with you. If you don't know the musical, the Wickersham brothers are monkeys. monkeys. Anyway, so. Very nice. If you're not sure where to find great conversation starters, I actually have a few suggestions. Besides Google and ChatGPT? Yes. Okay. Me too. All right. Author and speaker Karen Amen currently has a free printable called Getting to Know You Again Date Night Questions. And she's got some great questions on there. I'm not going to give you any specifics because I want you to read them in her printable. So uh, check out her website under freebies and you'll see it. And it's K-A-R-E-N-E-H-M-A-N. Yeah, dot com. 
Perfect. Yep. Focus on the Family also has several blog posts with conversation starters for couples. Just search for it on focusonthefamily.org. And there are also the table topic conversation starters for couples. It's basically we have one of these in the garage somewhere. Right. For like premarital counseling, we can spark conversation yeah. with the, the couples. Yeah. It's basically this glass cube filled with 135 questions. And yeah, we'd pull it out when we were doing mentoring and we'd ask the engaged couple. We were meeting a question and we'd answer it too. And it was one way to kind of break the ice and yeah. get to know them better. And we'd probably use it again if we could figure out where it's packed. It's in a box. I don't know. I did not see it when I was packing a house. We may have lost it somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. I might have to get it again. Okay. So one, set a timer. Yes. Two, prepare some conversation starters in advance. (laughs) I try. Three, choose your questions wisely. Why would you not want to choose a foolish question? (laughs) You're being sarcastic. I don't know. No? Okay. Well, conversation starters are fun. Unless they're used passive aggressively. Got it. Okay. Yep. And okay. So the question would be, why are you so stupid? Like all the time? That's not inappropriate conversations. Right. I'm not sure. That's just (laughs) bluntly mean. That's not really passive aggressive. (laughs) Like, okay. So, you know, those of you listening might be thinking, but I'm not passive aggressive. But here's the thing. I think we all have passive aggressive moments. Sure. Of course. You know, even if we're not, even if we're trying not to be passive aggressive, we're, none of us are perfect. You know, there's times when we indirectly express negative emotion, like think about the conversation starter that I asked you, Mm -hmm. you know, what do you wish I would say to you more often? Correct. I I did not. I asked you because I genuinely wanted to know what you had to say, but I could have picked it because I really wanted you to ask me because I had something I wanted to tell you, which was (laughs) not the case. Like you even said, how would you answer it? And I said, I don't know. I just wanted to know what you. So I was very intentional to make sure that I was not using anything right. in a passive aggressive yeah. manner. I can see how it'd be easy to do that. And you think of a, a question you're going to ask just because you want that person to ask you, your spouse to ask you. Instead of just directly coming to them and saying, hey, we need to talk about such and such. So use the conversation starters wisely. And I actually think that each spouse, spouse, spouse. I talk today, spouse. <laughs> should pick out a different one for each other. You know what I mean? Like you pick one out to ask me and I pick one out to ask you. And then if we both end up answering our question, that could be fun. But that kind of keeps it from accidentally veering into any sort of passive aggressive sort of conversation. Mm -hmm. Good. All right. Yes. You ready for the fourth one? Fourth and final? Summarize one, two and three or just going to go on to four? I can do it. All right. One. Oh, set a timer. (laughs) Two. Prepare conversation starters in advance. Three, choose questions wisely. And what's the fourth? Fourth is listen well and be curious. So scripture tells us in James 119, let every person be quick to hear and slow to speak. And I think the second part about being slow to speak is one of the keys of good listening. You know, when we're slow to speak, we're not formulating what we want to say while the other person is talking. Instead, you know, we're content to focus on what they're saying. Like when you're telling me a story from your childhood, I shouldn't be thinking, oh, I had a similar one from my childhood and I can't wait to tell you about it. Instead, I should be listening to what you're telling me and thinking, oh, well, what about this part of the story or that or what happened next? You know, come up with questions I can ask you to further hear more about your experience. Right. Yeah. That reminds me of, uh, I had some training. It's kind of funny. I actually had formal training in how to do small talk. 
Was that in Col? Where was that? It was in Colorado. Okay. And um, the an approach to small talk is you ask a question, and then you tell something about yourself that's related, and then you ask another question, and then you repeat this process. And that way, you're not like being an inquisitor, just asking questions and getting information because you're not really building any kind of connection or relationship there. That's good. Yeah, that's- I think it fits here. And it keeps you from like I have been in conversations before or witnessed conversations where like someone will be sharing their story and someone else can relate to it, but they hijack the conversation and it becomes all about the other person's story and you never get back to the original person who brought it up who really needed to be heard. So that's a good way of balancing that I can relate to you, but tell me more. Tell me more, tell me more. I was thinking that too, on my lands. Outside, out loud, outside, out loud. I was thinking the same thing in my head. <laughs> okay, we're just one musical reference after another. Okay. Yes. So. Yes. To recap, because you <laughs> yes. told me I'm very Please good at recap. recapping. You're very good at it. If you want to have a date night conversation that's not about work, bills, schedules, and kids, or whatever those topics may be for you, here are some practical steps you can take. Are you going to say them or I'm going to say them? Um, Go ahead. Okay. Set a timer. Pick out conversation starters in advance. Choose questions wisely. Listen well and be curious. Curious. Yes. Very curious. (laughs) All right. So it's time for the Yes Time Challenge. This week, I say go on a date and practice these steps. You know, pick out some conversation starters. Ask them to your spouse. Right. And don't be passive aggressive. Right. Yeah, that's great. All right. So we need to do this, too. We need to go on, like, date night and pick out conversation starters. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. We're both a little tired, aren't we? No, not me. I'm, like, more alert than I've ever been in the past two hours. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for joining us on the Team Us podcast. We're looking forward to next time as we keep talking about how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. Team Us with Ted and Ashley Slater is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review the podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hello, this is Dr. Doug Grotheis, host of Truth Tribe where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.